You are listening to the Our Hustle Podcast, a platform for entrepreneurs to share their journey and hustle for one hour. I'm your host, Akio Nagapuri. And before we get started, make sure to subscribe at Our Hustle on all platforms and leave us a review letting us know your thoughts. And now it's time to start the show. What's up, bro? What's going on, man? <laughs> Thank you so much Dude, for being on the goddamn pod. Great bro. to be here, bro. The, this this is this shows a lot. The fact that we went from meeting each other at the gym. It's a funny story about how I met you too. Yeah, meeting each other at the gym and then making it all the way to you coming to my crib for the podcast. So I appreciate you, that. Dude, that, I appreciate bro. you for having me on, man. <laughs> of course. It's, it's it's a pleasure. You know, you you a gracious invite. You know, you don't offer to make protein shakes, so I love it, man. you know what I mean. <laughs> I so. promise you, I'll get uh, I'll get isolate from now on. Like that's gonna be a word that haunts me every time I go to sleep. <laughs> is isolate because then when I see you, I'll be like, bro, make sure it's fucking isolate. Dude, that's know? how it works, though, right? Like I pick I picked that up from somebody else. They were, they were like, hey, isolate's the way to go. <laughs> now I'm spreading it to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> now that's, I know, bro. That's it, bro. I mean, so. that shit was fucking on my skin for a while, though. Yeah. Like when I do whey protein, grass fed. You'll like it a lot, bro. Have pimple problems, bro. But this is a very important episode. Yeah. I actually am happy that I know nothing about you. Yeah. Because now I'm actually genuinely curious to be like, yo, who in the world is Chinto? 100%. You know what I mean? I'm excited to um, dig into it, bro. But I'll start it off with how I met you, which is a really funny story because I think I followed you out of the blue, yeah. right? And you have you have a significant amount of followers on Instagram. So I'd love to get into that about how you built that little empire up. For sure. And um, I would see you all the time on Instagram and then, you know, I'll go to the gym. I would see you, but I never put two and two together to be like, this is that person. Because yeah. your avatar makes you look a little bit more different. Yeah. Right? It's a little edited, et cetera, et cetera. Of course. So I was like, I was like, whatever, I didn't think too much into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then something happened, I guess. Maybe I, I hit you up. I don't know. You could tell me better. But then I finally put two and two together. I was like, oh, this is the dude that goes to the gym with me. What yeah, yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah. And I remember I came up to you. I DM'd you and I was like, yo, you go to the gym, East yeah. Florida. And you were like, yeah, dude, I see you sometimes. And then I hollered at you when I That's saw you. That's what it was, person. bro. It was a straight up. It was a DM. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. And, yo, I feel like DMs are mad underrated, right? Like you DM somebody and just make a connection, and that's how it was, man. You know? And you know, we're both in business. We do we do multiple things. We partner up with different people. Mm-hmm. So the more you can connect with other people is like the best, right? So yeah. I'm glad that you reached out, man. That's the same thing that I would have done. And um, here we are, bro. You and know what I mean? I just know. I just know. Even without really knowing exactly what you do, yeah. and what your career path is, etc. I just 100%. know you're a hustler. You just look like a hustler, Thank bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Looking at your Instagram, I was like, yeah. this guy's a hustler, right? Yeah. So let's start with, um, where were you born, first and foremost? Nah, oh, we're taking it way back. Let's go. We got to go I back. Love it. I love it, man. I was born, actually, uh, in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, so okay. I was born, yeah, I was born in the States in Pennsylvania. I moved to Jersey, to Piscataway. Uh, when I was like six years old. Six years old. Yeah. What, 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 why did we go to Jersey? Of all yeah, places? for sure, man. Why did we move over there? Yeah, so I have a pretty interesting like um, childhood. My dad is a business owner. Okay. And uh, when I was in, in Pennsylvania, uh, my dad had a nightclub. Okay. So he had a chain of nightclubs, actually. And he was, he was, he's been, a, he's like my number one guy. Like, he's my hero, right? So he, he's been a hustler. And that's where I learned all my, my hustler stuff. From right. Him, so he, he started a business. And it's, it's very different to own a nightclub for especially Indian people or immigrant people, right? Yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. Normally don't think of that, right? Yeah, half of us dude, don't drink. Yeah, And the nightclub activities He and didn't stuff. drink at the time. Yeah. So it was like, kind of like, you know, it's a little strange, but he saw that it was a money-making opportunity. Mm. So he's a hustler. So he's like, all right, let's open up these nightclubs. So I ended up opening up these clubs. And um, from the time that I was about one years old to six years old, we were in Pennsylvania and he had three different nightclubs in Pennsylvania. Wow, okay. Yeah. So um, that's where I was pretty much born and raised. And then I moved over here when I was six because my grandmother had passed away. Mm. And that was his mom. 
so grandmother passed away in Piscataway. He had a house here in Piscataway and then the club's down there. So then we came up and we were like, all right, let's live here because my grandfather was alone at the time. I see. So we made the transition and come up here. And did your grandpa move in with you guys to stay with you guys or he had his own little Yeah, so he had, he, we had a house in Piscataway that, that my dad would come back and forth to, but we <clears> lived in Pennsylvania. I see. You know what I mean? So we would come back and forth. But then when my grandmother passed away, we were like, all right, my dad was like, all right, let's just move back. To, to take care of them and be to around take them care and stuff. Yeah, okay. exactly. To be around family and stuff like that. And these nightclubs in PA, were these upscale nightclubs? No, man, not upscale. They were just kind of like the, the like the local neighborhood bar that you would go to. Right, okay. I mean? That had a dance wanna, floor. Had a dance floor. Had a DJ, right? Every Friday, Saturday night, they throw these big parties. These fucking huge parties, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. packed. to be state troopers outside. Like, it was crazy. Jeez, you know what I okay. mean? It was crazy, man. He was on the news and everything because the, the clubs were doing like really well. But but uh, what ended up happening was, um, it was like, it, what it was, was there were three different nightclubs and it was, it was super difficult to manage all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where like we started running into problems a little bit when I was like about five or six years old. That's, mm. And then that uh, compounded with the deci- with my grandmother passing away. We made the decision to come over. To and what did he do? He sell, he sold off all three nightclubs or what did he do? Yeah, man. So if you want to get like super into it, we'll, we'll, we'll jump into it. Man. So, <laughs> so what happened was um, we actually got racially profiled at the, at the nightclubs. Uh, we had state troopers come and they were basically... Um, offended that Indian people were operating clubs in a 95% white town. Interesting. So um, what happened was police just kept harassing us, harassing us, harassing us. And um, eventually my dad's like, yeah, I, ain't, I ain't taking a shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. want to pull up to my place of business and fuck with me. And what would they do? What would they do? They would literally come in and be like, yo, noise complaint. Oh, even though, even if there wasn't any or whatever, maybe, Dude, yeah, just to of, pick on you guys. But it's like, it's commercially zoned, right? So there's no noise complaint yeah. violation. <laughs> I just realized that, yeah. Right? It's a so fucking it's, building in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so like the first thing was, all right, com- commercially, it was a noise complaint, right? Mm-hmm. And then my dad's like, all right, well, then fuck you. Noise complaint, I'm putting insulation in the whole building. Yes, yeah, so you can It's a million it, yeah. dollar building, right? Mm-hmm. He put $70,000 of insulation in there. Damn. Like that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Insulated it, they would come back with some other shit. And eventually, the third or fourth time, they straight up told my dad, we don't want any people here. Really? They straight up straight to stay. Did he get the man. idea from like the first two times or something? Like yeah, he, he, he like, kind of well, he kind of had an idea, but then eventually um, the cop just became more of a dick, right? And Jeez, and okay. he straight up just told him. And then there was like, bro, if you're going to a nightclub, right? Pretend you're having you're trying to go out with your boys, have a good time, right? If you know police are coming to uh, uh, the club that you're going that to. That makes a mad sketch. Yeah, you're like, you know, I don't want to go there anymore. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah, you're yeah. trying to have a good time, get away from stuff, right? You don't want to end up there. So. The clubs are doing really well. They started to dwindle down. Because people are like, yo, this is like a state trooper thing. Like people, exactly. cops show up all the time. Exactly, right? Yeah. So then what ended up happening was at the fourth or fifth time that they ended up showing up, they just told my dad straight up, like, we don't want any people here. And this is a course of how long? This like first th- time to fifth time? This is probably within within six months. Okay. Within six months. So and this was this was the third club out of the three of them. This was the third one. And what ended up happening, right? So it was, it was a long story, but I'm, I'm going to give you like... The, the, Synopsis, best ver- the best yeah. version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my dad is a fucking fighter, right? This guy's a fucking warrior, right? So he's like, yo, if you want to fuck with me, I'm going to fuck with you. Okay. So he goes to, he he follows the entire police department. Uh, he, he, I'm sorry, he follows a lawsuit against the entire police department okay. of that area, of that jurisdiction. The case starts in like 2001 or, or two or something like that. It went all the way up to the Supreme Court. It was a 10-year process. Jeez. It went all the way to the Supreme Court. Uh, eventually, because of some lawyer bullshit or some someone didn't file some shit on time, the case ended up getting dismissed. Wow. But it was like, it was like at, a, at the time, it was a $15 million lawsuit. 
So it was big. It was like the, my childhood was like brought up with my dad fighting, fighting this whole case for fighting, 10 years fighting plus. This, the state of Pennsylvania. Holy shit. Yeah. And when you say $15 million lawsuit, does that mean $15 million potential payout? What yeah, does that yeah. mean? $15 million potential payout. At one point, they, they decided to pay him a million. But um, like just to settle the whole thing, they were he like, said, he said, fuck like, that. And he was like, fuck that. You guys cost me more than that. Holy shit. So there, there's there's the fighter in him right there. Yeah. Well, fighter to even go and fight all the Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah, bro. And then two to be like, I'm not settling for a million. You guys really yeah. fuck with me. Yeah. This is a big thing. So yeah. what happened then? Like when it got dismissed, that's just money put to lawyers and then not getting a payout from that. Yeah. So it was it was it was heartbreaking. Bro. Holy it was shit. Heartbreaking. Yeah. So um, there was multiple businesses involved. And um, he was good, man. He was like, he started hustling. So he came here when he was like 15. Mm. And he's been hustling. He saved up all the money, invested into their businesses. When everything went down, basically what happened was we lost everything. We lost our house. We got foreclosures on. We were almost homeless. Um, we pretty much were. Almost. This is after the lawsuit dismissal. This is after the lawsuit dismissal. Um, everything went to shit, bro. Like, it was, it was tough, man. My dad was the type of guy where, like, he would take care of all of his people Send checks out for all this stuff, buy brand new cars, like take care of his family. My mom didn't work. Like it was, it was legit. And then it was and just he came from the bottom. He came from the bottom. He came when he was 15, right? And then it was complete 180. He lost everything. We lost everything. We, we were on the street. We ended up uh, moving into an apartment. My dad couldn't even sign for the apartment because he didn't have any proof of income or anything at the time. Mm. He spent all his time just trying to get the money from the case, which we should have gotten technically. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, yeah. It is what it is. It's in the past, right? But, but what ended up happening is we, me and my brother grew up in a situation where it was like very heartbreaking, very, very disturbing, you know, mm. to see your father go go through something like that. And as a family, we went through it. Holy shit. Bro. Yeah, man. There's resilience right there. And then how did he, this is, this is turning into, and I'm excited. This is turning yeah. into a podcast about your pops, yeah. but I know how, there's a reason why I'm still going on this and of course. so curious about it because it's going to go into how it created yeah. you as a exactly. human being, right? Exactly, yeah. How it created Chinto at the end of the day. Of course, man. Right? This is just the origin story. Yeah. This is like Batman Begins and then there's Dark Knight. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I want to put it that way. You know man. what I mean? Yeah. So wh when did he finally, uh, when did everything start flipping Starting again? Yeah. yeah, great question, man. So, so I grew up in that, right? Yeah. So for me, I had this outlook of the world that was like, man, the world's out to try and get me. Mm. You know, like I came up from like, very pretty much obviously nothing right and it was so hard for me to see that and it was constant struggle all the time so how, how old were you at this time this was, after dismissal after dismissal i was probably like 12 13 something wow, like that okay you know i don't remember exactly a lot of it's blurry but mm. around 12 or 13 at this time and um yeah man so i had this i had this very bad outlook of the world that like it was out to try and get me and my family so um but out of that, out of the ashes, if you will, kind of rose like where my personality was developed, my hustler mindset was developed. Because I've seen when shit goes south. Mm. I've seen when shit goes bad, like to a level where like not a lot of people have. And I'm honestly very grateful for that experience because it's it's literally shaped who I am today. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's where that's where I strive. Like all of my greatness now and in the future comes from knowing that, you know, this is how shit could go. And I know that I never want to be in that situation again. Mm. So it's like, I will do whatever it takes to not put myself or my family in that situation again. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. So, yeah. And when your dad, and obviously when your oh, dad. My bad. To answer your question, when it started turning around, it was uh, about, I would say 2012, 28, 13, somewhere around there. Was this 10 years later? Yeah. This Holy is 10 years shit. later. So okay. it, was, it, was, it was rough, man. Because the problem was like, the, the case like kind of fucked up my dad a lot, mm -hmm. right? And like normally like 
this is where you hear about like suicidal stories and depression and shit like that, right? Like, like I had to, I was in positions where I had to stop like part, fam, like family members from committing suicide and things like that when I was like mm. 13, 14, you know? So like, it was rough, you know what I mean? And it's a fam- it was a family thing. So like a lot of people within the family also invested their money into this. Right. You know what I mean? So when it goes down, it kind of it, fucks the, the whole, whole thing. The whole thing cascades, down, you know? Yeah. The whole thing cascades. But the reason why I turned around is because my dad started another company. Mm. Right? Him and his brother, right? They started another company. Uh, it's a moving company. And I think they've been operating now for like 13 or 14 years. Okay. And uh, it's in Piscataway. It's called Best Moving Service. So... Um, yeah, we, it, they, they turned everything around, um, started making money again. Um, and the whole thing got switched. So the ending is a good story. Like now they're, they're, they're running successful businesses and they're happy. Wow. You know, and like, when you say moving company, what are we talking about? Like moving residential and commercial moving. So it's like, they have a fleet of trucks, they have a staff. Um, we go out, do movings. Um, you know, basically like, let's say this year apartment, mm-hmm. like y'all want to move from here to Jersey Oh, we take all the furniture, take all the furniture, put it in a truck and then. Uh, I see. City. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is freaking beautiful that's like yeah. such a viable business yeah, yeah. Plan, and right? i i actually used to do that when i was in school so like i would on the weekend you would help people i would i would i would take on some of the jobs so like while i was in school i would do that oh right when like for him for yeah, the yeah, yeah, moving exactly. company for the family right. business for the family business he'll yeah. be like oh like you know you need to take this and go to like patterson or something like that exactly this exactly. family's moving so you got to pick up the furniture put exactly. it in the trucks and take exactly. it off i was basically got like a manager it. like i would come with my with my two guys and a truck and pull up to the house, talk to the client, yeah. gather all the stuff, put in, put furniture in the in, in the truck, then go to the next place, reassemble everything, the whole thing. Holy shit! I can only imagine how much liability comes with that, right? Because yeah, now expenses too. You're buying the trucks, you're yeah, buying, yeah. you know, that fleet. Yeah. Then your uh, then liability of handling people's furniture if it yeah, breaks, yeah, yeah. you're fucked, right? Yeah. So like, check this, bro. Like the way they started the company was like they had the idea and they didn't have any money at the time yeah, yeah. bullshit that happened so they bought a used pickup truck for like 500 bucks wow and the first moving was done in that pickup truck wow dude that is and they paid true the hustle truck. story yeah they paid off that the truck in like a be- week <laughs> that's and then amazing. they fucking just kept going kept going now they got five big ass trucks fuck we're talking yeah. 18 wheelers bro not 18 wheelers they're like you know box trucks like a U-Haul size oh yes yes truck? yes like he has like five of those like five oh that's trucks. more than enough why would you need an 18 wheeler that doesn't make sense yeah yeah, yeah. So, holy so yeah, shit man. so like literally fucking from the dirt you know what I mean that's that's pretty much how I've experienced my whole life. It's like from the dirt rises something. You build character, and that's how you fucking. Or it. or, everything was good, dirt, and then yeah. go right back. Yeah, but the good part was kind of like, I didn't really see much of that. You know what I mean? Like I like I know my my dad. Oh did, right, the beginning. Because I was young. I was so young. You know what I mean? Like true, true, he was telling true. me like he, when he would buy new cars and get new shit, and like we would ha- we had the house and like all this shit. But like I didn't see much of that because I was I was still so young. It's probably like three, four, five yeah, years old. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I can't remember much of that. I, what I remember, the majority of my childhood was like... The bad part. With the bad part, the struggle. But in hindsight, it was the fucking best part. You know what I mean? Because it That's came, what taught you. It, yeah. it, that's what taught me everything. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, that's another thing too, right? Is like your story is so important because the fact that you went from having a lot and then losing and getting it again yeah. is far more impactful than... Yeah you just having it all you wouldn't know that you have it all yeah like when you see somebody like i don't want to use him as an example but like Jaden smith like yeah. he's never gone through struggle bro like true so he doesn't know like yeah. his dad buying new cars all the time might just be life that's exactly. just it exactly. you know what i mean until exactly. you go out and you look at other people that can't do that and he's like oh shit right yeah so that's so important now do you feel like do you feel like that also think about this here's like an alternate like universe is like your dad never made it again uh-huh. like it was just that bad part you know, infinite, right? Yeah. Do you think that would have even helped you to start a business yourself? Because I feel like, and you answer this question, it's like, 
because your dad went through the bad part and then you know persevered again did that give you the motivation to be like oh like business is a roller coaster ride like yeah yes it went down but it's not always gonna stay down you yeah. could always come back up yeah and that gave you the motivation to start you know do your own stuff that's a great question dude actually i started hustling even before the shit went back up mm. you know what i mean because i knew right like obviously when you don't have any money when you can't pay for shit mm. like i'm talking about bro i'm talking about no money in terms of like we'd be sitting in the house and the fucking legs would just go out. Yeah. And that'd be normal. That'd be like, oh shit, I guess no power today. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, or else yeah. we'd be watching TV and the cable would just cut out. Like, oh fuck, I guess we don't have cable now. Yeah. So yeah. me and my brothers, we used to watch like, um, we had like a fucking, remember Pokemon? Of course, bro. Yeah. So we had like a Pokemon cassette. We had like three of them. Uh huh. And we'd watch the same fucking thing every day when we came back from school. Literally like the same just, episode. The same fucking episode. <laughs> like every day, the same fucking episode. And then sometimes we spice it up and like fucking get a new tape. We were like, like, damn, bro. Pikachu still knows Thundershock? What the fuck, Straight bro? Up. <laughs> Bitch didn't learn anything. <laughs> Straight up. The same shit, bro. You know what I mean? We just literally watch the same shit. So it was like, it was like that type of environment, right? Holy just shit. Just so you get a, like a, like the, I, like the picture of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, but, but I knew that not having money is this. So I already picked that piece up. I'm like, all right, bro. If I, if I don't want to live like this, I got to start making money. I got to start hustling. I got to start doing something, right? So I started already my hustle journey even before my dad started started making, making up. Like by the time that they started getting the new truck, mm. like that pickup truck, that $500 truck, bro, I was already out working on cars, flipping cars, like trying to make a buck. You know what I mean? Just trying to make, trying to make something happen. And, and we ended up coming up together almost, you know, and, and it was great. Interesting. Yeah, man. But what about that fear of failure that so many people have? How come you didn't have that? Bro, How come you, when you bought that car to flip it, you were like, you were like, oh my God, why the fuck yeah, did bro, you buy this car? Is think, it even going to flip? You know question, what I mean? Great question. And not to cut you off, but... No, it's okay. Go ahead. You, go if ahead. you think about it, right? Like, if you start from fucking zero, you can't lose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, what the fuck? Yeah. You can't like, lose, bro. Yeah, if shit's yeah, already yeah. like... If your fucking light's already cutting out, it's like... What's the, where's the fear? You know yeah, what I mean? I already know yeah, what this fucking yeah, feels like. Yeah, you know what I mean? That makes so sense. so starting from zero is kind of like the best thing that you could do. You know what I mean? It just it just it removed all the fear. Yeah, I was like, fuck it, bro. I might as well give it a shot. You know what I mean? Holy shit! Yeah, that's, that's amazing. It. Well, it's not amazing, but yeah, yeah, it's amazing yeah. from what you learned from of course, that to be able yeah. to. You you went through something that literally not a lot of people could go through, man. Yeah. Or I mean, I'm sure a lot of people go through, but like I said, your story is even more unique man because you know you had it all lost it and then had it all again yeah which is amazing yeah right so what is what is uh so your was that the first business that you got into have you ever had a nine to five is a better fucking question um kind of not really but kind of so when i was in high school and college mm. i used to work at pet boys okay so it wasn't a nine to five in the sense that like oh I this going, one yeah right here, next pep, to stop and shop pet boys, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 not not the terms of like i would go in from nine to five but i had a regular job i see at okay some, point. some yeah, sort yeah. of stable income job yeah some kind of job but it wasn't like i wasn't full-time i was just doing it while i was in school or i you see know, something like that so you came here when you were when you were um came to jersey when i was six six years old yeah yeah and you were living in piscataway ever since yeah I lived in piscataway ever since so yeah. what were you like in who was chinto in like middle school and high school like what what's what's the personality we're talking about that's here? a great question man yeah man so i was i was a fucking troublemaker bro I've <laughs> okay. like i've always been you know what i mean like i because i've had the view of the world that the world's out to get me ah uh, yeah so i'm like all right then fuck the world yeah, <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so i just did whatever i wanted I didn't listen to my teachers. I never fucking did homework yeah, in my life. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like I just did what I wanted to do, and and I just picked up interests and I tried to do. That. I've always been a, nat I have a tendency to be a naturally curious person. Okay. So I've always been curious about things, like different things, what I what I could do. The school environment never was never for me. Mm. I can never really like adapt myself to it, you know. And for a lot of reasons, I don't think I had the characteristic traits that that people in school excel with. 
right? So, um, like listening. Yeah, like listening. <laughs> Doing work. Listening, like, like coming for, in on time. Yeah, for me, and then like the significance of it all. I was yeah. like, how the fuck is it gonna help me? Right. You know what I mean? Because it would be like algebra, fucking right? chemistry. Like I don't fucking need yeah, this shit. I don't need it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And it was it was partly because I knew that I wasn't gonna pick up a career. Like for everyone else, it makes sense, right? Mm. Like, if you're trying to be a pharmacist, right? You need that. And boom, you need that. And I'm grateful for that. Of I'm not course. trying to shit on the school system. Like yo, it's it's irrelevant. I feel like it's obviously it's important, but it, there's certain roles, right? Mm. Like I love the quote, like you can't really teach a swim. I mean, you can't really <laughs> can't really teach a fish how to climb a tree. You know what I mean? It's just okay. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't do that. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. It's just not... Uh, it's not in their nature. It's not in their nature. So why force it? Why force it? Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, then you already fucked it up. Interesting. Because now the fish is going to think it's fucking dumb. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. That's what I thought. That's right. I, I thought right. I was a fucking idiot, bro. Like, yeah. the whole time I was growing up, I thought I was like, bro. Like, and how were your parents reacting to you not doing well in school? Well, yeah, that's a, that's actually a great question, too. Um like all Indian parents, bro, they were like, nah, this shit is not right. Like, you got to focus more. You got to do homework. You got to do this. But my house environment was also so fucked up that I was like, I didn't really think about doing that. I was mm. like, how can I make my next dollar? Right. You know what I mean? I didn't really care about the homework because the homework was either, if the homework gets done or not, the light's still going to cut off. <laughs> was, there somebody, I mean? was there somebody in the family that was like, that was like, not literally like, yo, Chinto, fuck school. Like, you're doing yeah. the dollar thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But was there anybody in the family that was looking at you like, like, yeah, like, school isn't the most important. Like, yeah, do good in school, yeah. but I also appreciate what the fuck you're doing because you're learning a lot more than what school could ever teach you. Like, were they that, like, not the word woke, but, like, that progressive to, to be able to say something like that, even as Indian parents? Um, Not really, man, I'll be honest with you. Like, not in the no beginning. No traditional. Not in the beginning, bro. Yeah. Like, not in the beginning. Like, the whole priority was to, to get me to somehow finish high school and then uh, go to college uh, do my SATs, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And um, and I actually did do that. Mm. I, I ended up taking the SATs, doing well on it, went to school. I got a bachelor's in like a whole thing, right? Wow. I yeah. mean, wow to the doing well and not on the SATs. Yeah, thing. and I'll tell you why that happened. So my propensity to fuck around and just bullshit ended up leading me down. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard this analogy, but it's like, say like the starting line is here. Say like you're running a race and the starting mm. line is here. Mm-hmm. If it moves an inch, you're like, all right, it's whatever. It doesn't matter. I'll just move up a little bit. Say it moves a foot now. You're like, all right. I mean, yeah, it just moved a little bit, so it'll move a little bit more. It's fine. And then it moves fucking 20 feet. Mm. And at a certain point, you just get like, you just get used to the fact that the line moved. Right. Right? So that's how it felt when I was, when I was doing things that I wasn't supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like, I was a bad kid. I was a troublemaker. I used to steal shit. Like, I used to... I used to not not go to classes. I used to do a bunch of bullshit that I shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. What ended up happening is eventually I crossed the line too much and I ended up getting arrested. Mm. Right? And the troublemaker kid in me felt it like, boom, this is real now. Yeah. In the back of a police car, I'm arrested and they're taking me to the police station. Mm. And once I was locked in the room, I was like, shit, now I laid in myself somewhere. Nothing, none of it felt real before because like it, there weren't that many consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But eventually, I crossed a line that I shouldn't have crossed and it landed me in legal trouble. Dude, what did you do? So I was always into cars, right? Like as a kid. And I liked to work on cars. I flipped cars to make money. Like, So I tried to, to steal a radio out of somebody's car. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So I tried to steal a radio out of somebody's car. And I was young. I wasn't even, I was like 16, 15 or 16. Jeez. I was 16. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to steal a radio out of somebody's car and 
And to me that, I mean, obviously I knew I was doing something wrong, but it, it didn't, it didn't fully click for me because I was already doing other shit that was less severe that like the line just kept moving. You're, you're taking it to sell it? Like, yeah, it's like selling it, parts, but yeah, you're like stealing the parts to sell, to yeah, sell exactly. them. So I, I see. Yeah. So I ended up doing that and then I got caught. Oh, Police came, arrested shit. me, took me to the station. Fuck. And then that's when my world fell apart. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. when that you know that fucking moment where everything changes. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. where it, that's where it came. Like you, know you would I mean? you so you would credit it to this exact moment sitting in the precinct. Yeah, and I think I think like part of me was like thinking about it and like I don't know this is probably subconscious but like my my dad always he's a very like high integrity man like he never he would never do anything that would go somebody go behind somebody's back or something like that and. For me, I felt like, all right, well, this dude did it the right way and he still got fucked. Right, 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 right. So for me, subconsciously, I feel like, was like, all right, well, I mean, I might as well just do whatever the fuck I want. Right. I could do things the wrong way. Like that that goes back to your viewpoint yeah, of life. Yeah. At the age of what? Like literally from six onward, yeah, right? Exactly. So so I think that it was somehow part of it. But anyway, those all those actions led me to that certain point. I was in the room, no windows, locked with my hands cuffed in the, behind my back and i was like fuck holy shit like now i'm like i'm in some serious shit yeah yeah yeah. yeah. like i could end up i was in high school at the time i was like yo i could end up getting expelled i could end up being in jail prison i don't know i have no idea then at that point i realized that i fucking disappointed myself mm. i disappointed my parents mm. and the way that i was living was not gonna cut it right you know so uh, eventually what happened is they released me that night and I had a court date for like three months later. And that court date was going to decide whether or not I actually served time in, in jail. Holy or shit. Not. Yeah. And then I had the realization at that time that I was like, I better turn my life around. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? And then I went to my dad and I'm like, hey man, I know I fucked up. Like I know I did a lot of shit that I shouldn't have done. And he was super disappointed in me. Mm. And he was, cr- I remember the conversation, he was crying. He was like upset. He's like, bro, like, this is like world apart. Like, I get that you don't like school, but this is this not is what okay. I was asking for. This yeah. is not okay. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. This is not. You can't even like. You can't even go this level. You yeah, know? yeah. You gotta also factor in, like, being an immigrant's different, bro. Like, you know, like the immigrants expect their children to like excel to beyond like regular levels. Like, literally, literally, you come home with a ninety-five. Your dad's like, why don't you get a hundred? Yeah, like you know? we brought you here. Yeah, like. We didn't bring you here to fuck up. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, and I would have, bro, if I was getting 75s or 80s, my parents would have been fucking ecstatic. But, you know, I was doing shit that was like not even calculable. Right. So anyway, so I'm there and I realized that I fucked up. So at this point, I'm like, all right, I have a decision to make. I have a conversation with myself. The greatest moments of my life have been conversations with myself. Yes. You know? And I realized that I got to get my shit right. So what I did was I went to my dad. I told him. I confided him. I'm like, bro, I, I know I fucked up, but I want to turn I want to turn this shit around. Yeah. At this time, my, my pops is like, he still doesn't have enough money to, to like live comfortably. Right. But he's like starting to get his grips, you know? Um, and I remember there was, he told me, he's like, listen, I have a plan for you. Start taking an SAT class. That's the only shot you're gonna have. My GPA to was like college. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, yo, this is the only shot that you have to get into college. He took five grand from his like brother or somebody. Wow. That he didn't have, and paid for a class for me. Holy shit! And then I realized I was like, dude, I gotta fucking give this shit my hundred percent. Yo, absolutely, <laughs> bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I, did you end up getting on that SAT? Do you remember? Yeah, the first the first time I took it without any 
any level of um, classes or anything like that, I ended up getting like a. It was this. This is the time when it was out of twenty four hundred. It was twenty four hundred. Yeah, yeah. I got I got like an eleven forty without anything. Yo, that's me too, bro. Yeah, I yeah. got that shit after new shit. Yeah, so, so that's that's why with eleven forty, like it's really hard to do anything, especially do shit with that. Especially if your GPA sucks. Right? My GPA was shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was like fucking so low, bro. Right. Like I didn't think they bothered to calculate that shit. So so anyway, so like I get this eleven hundred, and I and then I'm like, all right, let's get the classes. So I do the classes, bro. These classes were rough, bro. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. were fucking eight hour days. Like I would take an SAT in the morning, like. Every morning for like fucking weeks on end, it was ridiculous, man. But <laughs> ended up doing this shit, and I ended up getting like a seventeen eighty after. A little wow, time. Yeah. holy shit! Yeah, like I went fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Yo. I had mad support. Like I, I did not do this shit myself. Right, right. Yeah, I had a lot of people support. there. Helping I had my you parents. Out. I had like my cousins. Like everybody would help me out. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? And I got mad lucky with that. There's no way that I would be me without all the support. You know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah. But but anyway, I ended up getting seventeen eighty. I got accepted into Rutgers. What's going on, guys? If you guys are enjoying this episode so far, make sure to follow me at NJ Realty on all social media platforms. All of them. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, you name it, okay? And if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and check out the Apple Podcast version. And if you're listening to this, go check out YouTube. All right, back to the episode. This all happened after those three months where I was like trying to figure out what to do mm. because I was waiting for the court date. Mm-hmm. So when the court date hit, it was like January sometime. Mm. And, and, um, the court date hit and they told me that like my attorney that I hired was like, Hey, listen, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to work this out for you. Don't worry. And, um, she ended up getting like, just getting, getting me a good like deal, I would say, or just cutting me loose and not going to jail, not going to jail. And, um, it was like a one year, two year probation period. Wow. Like, Holy you know, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what was the opposite spectrum? What was the worst that could have happened? The worst that could have happened would I would have served time in jail. Like how many months do you think? I don't know. It could have been up to a year, maybe. Fuck, bro. You know, because I was like three or four. Shit. It was like three or four like um, misdemeanors or something like that. It was. Oh, oh, that you ended up with? Yeah, I ended up. Getting, like, I ended up getting like four That's charges. Fucking night and day, bro. Yeah, I ended up getting like four charges, and um, and like I got so lucky, bro. Like, I, I, and you know what's funny, bro? I've always had big dreams. Yeah, like, yeah even yeah. when this happened, I've always had big dreams. Like. I've always wanted to be a multimillionaire. I've always wanted to be like super, someone super successful. Doing what? Always had that vision. I don't know what. I it, it didn't really like, it didn't come to my mind like what it would be. But I always knew that I had something in me that was a little different and that I would somehow succeed. Hmm. You know what I mean? And my actions didn't really equate, but but I've always had the vision. So like when the court date happened and I was basically I was talking to the judge and I was like, I was, t- I was crying and everything. I'm like, hey, listen, judge, I know I fucked up. But I'm turning my life around. I promise you, like, don't don't let me go through the system and like my, my life will get fucked up basically. And um, and he was like, he he told me something. He was like, if you want to be successful, you can't be doing shit like this. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> and then that and and you know that's he didn't even let, he let me go basically. Holy fucking shit, bro. Yeah, bro. But ever since then, it's been fucking full stop. Like fucking gas pedal, gas pedal. Like just fucking. Hundred percent. Yeah, going in. Hundred percent. So what? So what is it that you do now? Great question. So, so basically, what I did was when I was in high school, I was I was flipping cars, working on cars, working yep. at Pet Boys, right? Yep. And um, I started making a little bit of money. Then I went to I went to Rutgers, mm-hmm. got my bachelor's. But my last year or two at Rutgers, I was like, all right, I know I don't want to get an interest and get a job because I'm meant for more than that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, what do I? What can I do? I was already flipping cars. I'm like, oh, let me flip houses. And that's when the transition happened. 
So you're saving up money from flipping cars to use that towards flipping houses? Well, you know what, man? I, I never took money from my parents after I was like, after that. I think that 5G's that my dad spent, never took money from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm going to take care of myself and mm. I'll prove it to you, you know? So I started working. I used that money to get me through school. I used it to get me through school, pay for my car, pay for my gas, like food, everything. You know what I mean? Like, um, like pay for my tuition, everything, right? So I used all that car flipping money to pay for all that. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. So I didn't, I wasn't really, I didn't have so much saved. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. like, I think it was a couple grand maybe. But um, yeah. So what happened was I, I started looking for deals. Mm. I'm like, all right, I don't want to flip a house, and I, you know, it's just fucking YouTube University. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah, literally. There, <laughs> trying to figure out, excuse me, trying to figure out like, yo, what can I do? to make money that doesn't have make me have to go get a job right because my my whole thing was like i don't want to go get a job because i know what happens when you get in the system they hit you with the 75k offer and then you get pulled in and then two three years later boom you're at 100 and then you're at 120 and then it just keeps on going and then you're fucking 45 and you're like fuck i got a fucking mortgage i got this money and then like you're comfortable and you're like i don't want to do shit after that so i know how the I, i knew how the system worked like even though i was like in a million different places, I still somehow had an intuitive sense of like what I didn't want. Right. You know what I mean? So, so I didn't want to go down that path and I knew that there was more out there for me. So I decided to flip the first house. I found a deal and then I contacted as many investors as I could to fund the deal. Oh, that's fucking beautiful, bro. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah. look, I'll do all the work. Yeah. 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 You just got to chip promise. in the money for it. You got to chip in. And I was like, bro, it was hard to get investors. Cause I was fucking in college, bro. Like yeah. I had never done flip nothing. Right. So like, why the fuck would I invest? Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Exactly. When, you know what I mean? I'd rather do it myself or whatever, right? Exactly. But um, luck works out sometimes, right? So like, you know how they always say like, opportunity meets luck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you get lucky the harder you work. You know what I mean? So, what ended up happening was none of the investors that I met with or talked to, no one said yes. But at this at this point, my dad and my uncle started making some money. Mm. So my uncle, he was like, "All right, fuck it, I'll do it with you." Mm. So that was the first flip. The first flip was my uncle funded it. Wow. I did all the work. I was fucking driving to, and bro, I was, I was, so basically in New Brunswick, they have a, they have a um, court like meeting every Wednesday. Okay. It's at 1 PM. And that's where they do the sheriff auctions for foreclosed houses. Oh, I see. Okay. So I was going there in between classes for like a year. I was looking for a deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I bring my fucking laptop. There'll be like a bunch of fucking investors there. Be the youngest motherfucker there. You know what I mean? Sat there with my laptop, just like looking at, like just hearing shit. No money, right? Just hearing shit, trying to figure out how this whole shit works. I did that for like a year. And then I ended up finding a deal online. Then boom, contacted, you know. It's an auction home. Yeah, it was auction home. It was an auction home that I purchased. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of these auctions home, from my understanding, you probably know better than I do, but with the auction home, it's not even that it's sold as is, right? But it's also sight unseen sometimes, right? You're just buying it and winging it and hoping that it's yeah. not completely destroyed foundationally. Yeah. So, right? the, so the biggest thing for real estate, right, is you got to buy under value. Yeah, that of course. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, of course, there's a bunch of uncertainty. Because it's sight unseen. You don't know what the fuck is inside. But if you buy it at a deep enough discount, you'll be all right. You know what I mean? But the whole point is that you want to profit too though, right? So it's like, but a lot of you, you're all, you know better than I do. Yeah. But it's like, you're also looking for this undervalued home, mm-hmm. right? So you're not putting that much. You're getting a discount off of it, which you will already because it's an auction home. Yeah. But also that you're getting in a good street or yeah. neighborhood in New Brunswick where it will at least go up in value so you could profit off of that money. 100%. Right? 100%. Yeah. You know? So that was all part of the decision, right? Like, how do I... First, I was trying to learn how to be a real estate investor. Mm. You know what I mean? I was worried about the money later. I was Mm. like, let me first learn how to be a real estate investor. 
that's when I started YouTube University. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I started picking up real estate books. I knew if I wanted to do a flip, I had to buy undervalue somehow. Right. You know what I mean? So that's where the auction comes in because I knew MLS would be really difficult to find uh, under market value. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because there's so many buyers and um, usually MLS properties are accepting just conventional loans, right? So people can pay as much as they want, basically. Mm. You know what I mean? But with auction properties, it's all cash. Right. That already drops your buyer pool. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. only cash people. Right. So now you're already fishing in a in a in a smaller pool small, right there. Smaller yeah. pool. You know what I mean? With less people in. Right. So that was number one. The second thing was that I need the the sight unseen shit was actually good because how many people are gonna actually buy a property sight unseen? True. So that also reduced like my my competition a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Now the only thing that I had to do was run the comps properly mm. to make sure I don't bid higher than the comp value. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had to make sure I had to get that spread. So once I did the comps, I was like, yo, this is the maximum that I can spend. Mm. I literally bid up to that amount and ended up getting the deal. And where is this place in New Brunswick? This place was in Lawrenceville. Jersey. Lawrenceville, okay. Yeah, Lawrenceville. It's it pretty like, far from here, right? Pretty far. It's about an hour. Hour, 45 yeah, yeah. to an hour. Hour right? down south? Down Route 1, yeah. Yeah. Mercer County, I think. So you so, were driving there back and forth constantly. And between, now this is a whole nother journey. Between classes, dude. Between <laughs> classes. Jeez. Fucking driving to the house. You know, driving back. Do like a minor thing here. Yeah, like fucking, bro, at that time, there was no, there was nobody, bro. There's no employees, no contractors. It was just yeah. fucking, you know what I mean? It was just me. It was just like fucking, all right, well, like this shit needs some paint. I don't know shit about paint, but let's go but to and find out. out, you know? Yeah. So I go there and be like, all right, well, like, how does paint work? And be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know? Right, like, like, there's different types of paint. Yeah, it's like, yeah, and what's like, good for this home? What's good for heat? Yeah, 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 yeah all this yeah, yeah. bullshit, you know? So like. I'm trying to describe to you basically like I, <laughs> I jumped in without really knowing much. Knowing shit. But yeah. I was just like, fuck it, I got to do it. <laughs> so, and it kind of goes back to the, to the idea where like if I started with zero, what the fuck am I going to lose anyway? Right. You know what I mean? So, so that's what, that's just a mentality that I've usually adopted. But anyway, so I, we ended up buying this property. We ended up doing some work to it. A lot of bullshit came up that I had no idea about. Right. But we got through it. You know what I mean? And um, when you're placed in situations, you really have no fucking idea what you're capable of until you're placed in a situation where you have to be capable. Right. True. You know what I'm saying? True, true. So that's why I ended up happening. back is against the wall. Exactly. So that's what ended up happening. And then, uh, yeah, we, we sold the deal, made some money on it, and then boom, we just got the next one and we kept going. Damn, that's fucking amazing. Um, yeah, when I graduated from school, I graduated in January uh, from Rutgers, and then in February, I opened up the company, Awesome Homes. Wait, what? Oh, the Awesome Homes is a yeah. thing. Yeah, Awesome Homes is, is the LLC that I created. Interesting. The business, that, the business that I created. So I graduated in January, and then in February I opened up the Holy LLC. shit. Yeah, and then it's from there. And then ever since, you never had to use that damn bachelor's degree, bro. Yeah. Never. Thankfully, right? Yeah, Knock yeah, on wood. You don't thankfully. have to use it, right? Yo, but that shit is a fucking story in itself, right? Because <laughs> I was not good at school. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the only way that I could finish school was to, like, literally torture myself to finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the only yeah. way. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, bro, I took... I took, you know, like sometimes you take summer classes. Yes, yes. To like speed up the process. Graduate, right? It wasn't to speed up the process. I ended up, bro, I took summer classes three summers in a row, maxed out the credits. Holy Just shit. to graduate. Yeah. It takes 125 credits or something like that to graduate. Yeah, yeah. I took 165 credits. Holy shit. That's how many classes I failed. Really? Yeah. I oh took, my God. Bro. I took Xbox, like Xbox writing. Yeah, yeah. writing. I took that shit three times. <laughs> wait, I thought you, after, wait, wait, wait. I did that shit too. Ours was called English Comp because we yeah. were Rutgers Newark. Yeah. But I, I failed every yeah. prereq, bro. Yeah. I failed uh, English Comp the first time, had to take it again, yeah. passed it. Yeah. I failed English Comp 2, had yeah. to retake it. While I'm failing this shit, I'm also failing all my math. Yeah. I was putting like the lowest level of math, bro. I was doing yeah. like fucking like 
I was doing like college algebra, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. College yeah. algebra. When my yeah. sister got into college, she was like way ahead all the way into... Al- course, into man. With APs and shit. Into whatever calculus, right? Yeah. Or advanced calculus. Yeah. And she's like, you're doing fucking... I used to go to my sister for help, bro. She mm-hmm. was in like high school at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, can you help younger me? Younger sister. The- yeah, younger. Yeah, yeah. She's five years younger than me. She mm-hmm. used to help me with my homework. She'd be like... She'd be like, what the fuck are you yeah. doing in school? Like, where are you? <laughs> yeah, bro. Same. I know. I feel you, bro. Yeah. we the same, bro. Holy. You know I mean? no, no, we literally all the fucking same. Yeah. Bro. Jesus Christ. So, like, that's what happened, bro. But I ended up... The thing is that I got it done. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, like yes. That's the, the most summer, important part. This, bro, in this summer, fucking 95 degrees and shit, like, you should be out chilling, like, going to the beach, having mm. fun. Three summers in a row, I was in the fucking library. I locked like myself working. in a room from, working. like, 10 a.m. to, like, fucking 7 p.m. Like, I didn't have time for anything. My friends would hit me up, like, yo, let's go here, let's go bowling, let's do this shit. I'm like, yo, I don't have time. And that was it. I just woke up, went to the gym, ate some breakfast, went straight to school. You know what I mean? And I did that because at home I couldn't concentrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I just ended up locking myself in a room, in a library. Yeah. And just busting it out for three years, you know? Yeah. And and I paid for it, all of it. Like, I paid for all of it. Like, I didn't take any money from my parents. I was like, dude, you guys gotta, you guys gotta save your own money. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just do it myself. Just do it myself. Yeah. Now, ever since then, you, so now, have you ever had to ask? Like that uncle for money to do to fund your other homes, or how did you start doing that? That's a great question. So after the first one went well, we're like, all right, fuck it, let's do it again. Mm. So we get another property, and then we do that, and then and then I start advertising myself, promoting myself, right? That's where social media comes mm. in. Start promoting myself, and I ended up getting other investor money, right? So then at this point now, I have like a couple different investors that I work with that are really close. And um, we use those funds to buy property. Plus, I use like pri- uh, hard money, which is like I see, yeah, hard you know, like hard really money. high interest rates and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Constru- construction loan money, flip money. Got right? it. Okay, 12, okay. Twelve month terms, stuff like that. You Got know? it. Okay. So I have really great relationship with the hard money guys because I've done a lot of projects. Yep, right? yep, so, yep. And they trust you now. Then they trust me now, right? So like, it, it's it's a trust thing, you know. It's a people business, you mm. know. That's how it is. So that's that's it's ended up snowballing. Where I started doing bigger properties, I started doing bigger flips. Um, actually right now I'm doing a new construction. This is the first new construction mm. I'm doing, you know? So yeah. ended up just building and building and building, man. Here we are. Dude, that's fucking amazing, bro. That's yeah. a real hustle story right there. <laughs> now, so now your main pool of your source of income is the awesome, the, uh, awesome homes company. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome homes. Yeah. yeah. That's my full thing. It's my hundred percent. That's, that's what like, you're doing. That's what I do. You know what I mean? Wow. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's all been a leading story to get to that point. Yeah. And you would think like, you know, when I first met you and I was like, because I saw investor in the title on your Instagram and stuff. Mm-hmm. But my ideology is always like, okay, he's an investor. But like, what was he doing to save up the money to get to that point? But you just went full on investor. Didn't have any money. Yeah, that's I made my thing. money investing. Yeah, I didn't have that's any money. That's crazy, bro. It's investors, are, investors are people that you want to put up their money to get a return. Exactly. So I had my time. Yeah. You have time or money. Yeah, so yeah, I had a yeah. hell of time. I'm yeah. like, bro, fuck it. I might as well use the I'll time. I'll take care of this shit for yeah, you. Yeah, because investors usually think about an investor, right? Typical investor has a business or two, mm-hmm. has a family, mm-hmm. right? Um, is invested in multiple different things. They don't have random eight hours during the day to just right. dedicate to a project. Exactly. They'd love to do a project, but you know what I mean. They just don't have the time. Right. But they want to make the money, right? So for me, I was on the opposite spectrum. I had no money, but yeah. I had the time. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm like, all right, let's use my time. Let's gather some some investor funds and do it. But dude, you. The thing is, you got to be able to start from the bottom. And right. I'm for, I'm grateful, fortunate, because I was able to start from the bottom. Right. And the first investment deal that I took, bro, I literally took like a very, very, very small percentage of the profit. Like so small. I think it was like 90% was given to the investors. Really? Yeah, I took like barely anything. Interesting. And I knew that from the beginning. I was like, this still one's not going to make me that much money. But it didn't matter because it was like, bro, it's experience. Was that your uncle? That, that was you my uncle. That was the my uncle. 10% you yeah, took, right? Part of the deal was like, bro, like, 
I'll do all the work. You just put up the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um But it and, was really just to build the trust. It was just at the first. experience, bro. Yeah. It, was, it was it was the trust, but it was also the experience, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like then when I graduated from school, I was like, bro, I have a flip under my belt. Mm. You know what I mean? Which is like not a lot of people do that. Yeah. So then it's like, all right, this gives me leverage now to go and look for other investors. Right. To say, hey, bro, you want to invest in this property? They'll be like, all Here's right. Here's the proof that I just what, did what one. What the fuck have you done? Like, bro, here, look at it. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> mean? Look at this one. Yeah, look at this one. And you know then the mean? beautiful thing is you're also like, yeah, I could go find a contractor, but I did this shit by myself. Too. Yeah, yeah. And you it know? builds, bro. It builds, it builds, it builds. Exactly. Now it's at a point where it's like, I have to select and work with only like a handful of people. You know what I mean? So are you still doing the same thing then? Where you find the people and you still have the time and you're allocating time for the money. It depends, right? Yeah. So like, I've gotten to the position now where I can just invest in my own projects. Mm. Like the, like the, True. like the, like the new construction. It's my project. You mm. know what I mean? Like I'm doing that. But, but there's always the way to scale is to work with other people. Of course, yeah. Think about it like this, okay, right? Like, like Facebook makes a bunch of money, mm-hmm. but Facebook still gives stock because they only raise more money. Right. Now they can do more shit. Correct. See what I mean? So it's like you're never big enough to not take OPM other people's money. Of course, you know absolutely. I mean? So, so. And I'm still a very small fish compared to the, the ambitions that I have. You know what I mean? So so I've opened up different projects so I can work with other investors and also have my own project. Mm. So it's like multiple different projects. You know what I mean? But Interesting. But it grew from a position where I was like, I had to fight to get any, every dollar to the company. I mean, well, not to the company, to the project, right? To get the investor. But now it's at a point where I have several projects under my belt. So it's like, now I got to turn away people. Yeah, Because I'm like, right. dude, if you don't have the right values and the right principles, I can't work with you. Right. Like, if somebody's going to invest money with me and then call me every morning and be like, yo, what happened with the money? What happened right. with the money? Right. <laughs> right. Like, bro, I can't work with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, real estate is something, it takes six months on average to get, get a deal closed. Right. You know how it goes, bro. Closings, escrow, random shit comes up. You know what I mean? Renovations. Shit happens, bro. Exactly. You know what I mean? But we're still, we're still, the, the, the good thing is that if you have people that have experience, right, they can handle when shit comes up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and that's what I do. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not, if you're investing money with me, I'm not saying, bro, nothing's going to happen. Right. I'm saying, bro, if it happens, when it happens, not even if. Just be patient. When it happens, right, I'll be there because I've had the experience of doing multiple projects. I'll know what to do. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I'm asking you to trust that. Exactly. So, so now I'm selective about who I work with. But, Interesting. So yeah. what about the Instagram then? Because you have a really, you have a large amount of followers on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So how did you build it up to that level? Is this, is yeah, this all much. word of mouth or are you, no, no, you know, no. hitting <laughs> algorithms? Yeah. Are you paying for them? Like, yeah. what, you know what I'm saying? Great like, question, man. Yeah. So the way it started was like, remember I told you a little bit before that I naturally have a tendency to be curious with a lot of things. Yes. So like at a certain point when I was in college, I was like, you know what, bro? I got to start dressing better. Mm. You know what I mean? And I started picking up like, like style a little bit, fashion a little bit. Cause I'm like, I, I care about the way that, you know, I want to show myself to the world. You know what I mean? So I started, but I didn't know anything about fashion. I didn't know anything about style or how to dress, like how to groom myself, none of that shit. You know what I mean? So ended up going, boom, back to YouTube University, right? Picking up uh, information about uh, how do I dress better? What kind of shit do I pick? You know what I mean? I'm also like naturally shorter, right? So like, how do I dress so I can appear like larger or like, or like more presentable? You know yep, what I mean? Because yep, yep. if I'm a short guy and I'm wearing like fucking stupid baggy shorts, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to look even smaller. Yeah, tailor right? them, yeah. So it's like, bro, like how can you put yourself in a position where you're, where you're, where you're the best that mm. you can be? You know what I mean? So basically I started picking up style things and I liked it so much that I would start posting style related shit. Mm. So if you go back on my Instagram, you'll see mostly like clothing type shit. I saw like I'm model like, stuff. Yeah, yeah modeling yeah, yeah. shit, clothing stuff. Like I'd go to the city, get pictures taken. Yeah. You know, like, Post those because I just liked it. I was curious about it. it There's no, there no like monetary like attachment to it. Like I didn't think about it. Oh, how's this gonna be? True passion. You love it. It was just like I fucking liked it. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, so yeah. I was like, fuck it, let's post it. You know. So that's what ended up happening. So I started to post shit, 
And when I was doing that, there were like men's fashion was like, you do you, I don't know if you remember this, but like men's fashion and like Pinterest and like all that kind of shit was like just coming to like life at that time. Mm. Like it wasn't really popular the way that it is right nowadays. Like nowadays on social media, TikTok, YouTube, there's a bunch of like men's fashion influencers and stuff like that. I mean, the first person I think about is that guy teaching men's fashion. Teaching men's fashion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is like around the time where, like he was a couple years deep at this point. Yeah. But he wasn't so popular. Like, you know, now he's huge now. Yeah, now he's huge. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's huge. Yeah. Yeah. But back then, bro, it was like him and like one other guy. You know what I mean? It wasn't like that. It wasn't that popular. So that content wasn't that like, it wasn't that abundant. Yeah, yeah. So what I started doing, when I, when I started posting that content, I got a lot of hit-ups. I got a lot of DMs from different pages. Beard pages, like uh, shoes pages. Like, um, let me post your stuff on our thing. Yeah, let me post your stuff on our thing. Some of the smaller ones, they would be like, yo, let me just take some of your stuff and post it. I'd be like, Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then I just shout them out. You know what I mean? Or right. they shout me out, right? Right. And I started to gain followers from that. And then some of them were like paid, right? They had like, a lot of sponsors, like a lot of uh, followers, right? Mm. Some of them, some of the smaller ones would have a thousand or two. The bigger ones would have like a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. Mm. Then they'd be like, yo, 40 bucks to like post your picture on our thing, right? I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll get yeah, some yeah, more yeah. exposure. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, boom. So I paid for a couple of them. And then some of them were just like, and then as I started to grow it, like the bigger ones would hit me up and like, yo, like, we'll, we'll just, just do it. Yeah, for, yeah, for yeah, free. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So that's how it started to build. And then like, I remember this one day, bro, like I had this big ass page post me. I had like 7,000 followers in one day. Yeah. Really? Yeah, like one day. Holy shit. Yeah, straight up. And they got good engagement. So, this is like probably something that had like some two, 300,000 followers some on of them, Instagram. Some of them had a good engagement. Fuck. Some of them didn't. Like a lot of them were like, so like with followers especially, like some of them are like all throughout the world. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, the US yeah. US ones are like probably the most highest engagement. Of course, if you're from yeah. The US. Makes sense. But like a lot of them that are like in like South America or like different parts of Africa or like even a lot of those the different places, like mm. the engagement's really low. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, it makes sense. Okay. But like- it is what it is, man. I, I liked posting what I was posting. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it. If people get insp- inspiration from this, then I'm I'm cool with it. You and it works I mean? out too because you have a lot of people that see like the follower count. Exactly. And they're like, yo, who is this guy? Like, I want to work with him. And then when they see investor, yeah. they're like, oh, I'm definitely working with him. You have that credibility that already, exactly. that always, that immediately got flowed in because yeah. of the follower count, the 100%, count, right? 100%, bro. Now you also got a podcast, bro. So here's, yeah. you know, I mean, the, the Instagram thing is the Instagram thing. You'll post yeah. every now and then. You're not on there all the time, right? Yeah. But you got awesome homes and yeah. then you got awesome bros podcast yeah. and you were doing that for a little bit. Yeah. And I just know that behind the camera, Chris is going to be like, bro, fucking Chinto owned you on your own fucking podcast. Because you know? <laughs> you, you, we could tell that you're a podcaster, bro. Yeah, you're talking, like that. you know how to hold a conversation. I appreciate it. And I mean, obviously your story is just fucking magnificent. But Thank you. you also got a podcast too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when did you start that? And like, are you guys still doing that or what yeah podcast what were you guys started, talking about too podcast we started actually like right around when covid hit mm. and we did it until july of last year actually, you, you and your brother and one other person yeah me and my brother and my boy his name is harsh and he's, he's the one that i met at the gym he's the one that you met at the yes, gym yes and he's basically like we grew up together pretty much i've mm. known him for a long time so he's basically like a brother mm. so when i introduced him to people I was like yeah that's my brother yeah yeah you yeah, know yeah. What i mean but but yeah, man, we did it for like roughly a, a little bit over a year. Um, we we the last podcast episode that we recorded was July of last year. Okay. So it's been about a year since we dropped another one. Um, but but yeah, man, the 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 inspiration behind the podcast was like there's so many stories and so many I, things that we've learned throughout you know just our time of hustling. You mm. know what I mean? And a lot of it's a, l- a little different than when you know it's normal. So we're like, fuck it, bro. Let's let's just get this out there, motivate people, inspire people. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember, bro, when I was in school. 
And people used to give me all these fucking excuses. You know, like, I was in school and then somebody would be like, oh, like, I'm getting this internship. I'm going to go work for this company. I'm like, yeah, but do you really want to? And they're like, nah, but like, you know, this and is... My parents like, are making me do it. My parents like, like, this but is look like, at the money. You this know, is like right? normal or whatever. I'm like, bro, you fucking suck. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like this fucking sucks, bro. You know? <laughs> Like I've never, I've never understood that mentality. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, bro, if anything, you're graduating school. You're fucking, you're young, bro. Like, you're 22 or it's something. Got fucking time, bro. Bro, you could fucking fuck up your whole life until 30, and you'll still be all right. Yo, you think just like me, bro? When you I tell people right, right now, yeah. I'm always like, whenever I mean, videos is a big thing for me. Yeah. So like, my heart jumps when somebody's like yeah i want to make this video but i didn't i'm like why why yeah. i'm like really grilling them yeah now. i'm like why i do videos so like yeah. yo do it if that's what because now this is another friend and i and i'm ca- clearly i'm passionate about it. Yeah. i'm fucking talking about tell. this shit right tell, you know, you i'm know. like why aren't you doing videos you should yeah. do it anything in that aspect of like i want to do something yeah. but i can't because of this i can't because of this that's yeah. oh, not who i am but it's like bro do it because i tell people yo the exact same thing you just fucking said we yeah. are the same human beings bro yeah and i don't even know like but you're Patel, I'm, I'm South Indian. But we still Indian at the end yeah, of the day, baby. We're matter, the same yeah. human being. You can be fucking purple, bro. Yeah. It don't matter. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, uh, what's it called? So I'd be like, I'd be like, yo, think yeah. about it. Even if, and this is anybody, yeah. even if you're 27 mm-hmm. and you fucking fuck up. Like, there's that book by uh, Malcolm Gladwell, The Outliers, yeah, yeah. where he's like the 10,000 hour rule, which equates to like if you work like 10 hours a day for like 10 years or something, right? Yeah, that yeah, you yeah. specialize or you, you become a master, master in the specialization, thing, yes. right? Okay. So even if you fuck up, yeah. me or you, 27 years old, if you keep fucking up and you make it finally, and let's just say it takes you 10 years. Yeah. Let's say it takes you 20 years. Yeah. Bro, you're only 47. I'm still younger than my dad is right Straight now. up, bro. You know what I mean? Exactly. And if it does take 10 years and you consistently do something, you're only 30 fucking seven. Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah. That's literally nothing. Yeah. People you have could a, be 57, that's still nothing. You're so young. That's a great point. People have a fucked up perception of time. You know what I mean? Because they get the idea from their parents. And their parents lived a different life. Mm. You know what I mean? Like their life expectancy is less. So by 30, you kind of have to have shit figured out for them. Yeah. Because your life, the grandparents true. too. Or they, social you know, media, bro. Social media too. You, see you know social what I mean? Media, so it's yeah. like, you know, for me, I've always felt like, all right, you're, when you're 22, this is the prime time to be as risky as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you have a dream or a goal, some kind of risk that you want to take, this is the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like say tomorrow, Awesome Homes turns into shit. I got fucking sued. Everything goes to zero. Mm. I'll still wake up in the morning. I'll do the same exact shit that I do. I'm gonna fucking make eggs, go to the gym, fucking <laughs> yeah. come home and try to do some work. Yeah, yeah. I don't have kids right now. Yeah, yeah, I don't have yeah. a wife, right? I don't have to be like, oh, I'm sorry, I fucked up. You know what I mean? I, I think you have this one thing where it's like, and this is this guy, Naval Ravikant, that okay. I, I found him on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. But he was saying like, making money is a skill. Yeah. And he was saying like, it, he was like, if you drop me into like some... He said, if you drop me right now, I yeah. lost all my money, yeah. and you put me in some foreign country that at least spoke English, yeah. I'll make all my money back in five years. There you go. It's a skill at the end of the day. It's a skill. And, and, then he was, and then Joe was like, how? And he was like, well, it's all about, he was like, because I have the skill, I know who to talk to. Yeah. I know who has the money. Of course. I reach out to them. Yeah. And then like you just did, which is you're selling yourself to investors. Of course. You just get OPM at the end of the day, That's and it. then go venture out and do whatever it is that you want to yeah. do, as long as you're passionate about that one thing. You know what I mean? Bro, if you're a hustler, you're going to figure it out. Bro, if you're a hustler, you'll fucking figure it out, bro. So we are literally the same people in, in the sense of like, we both probably did fucking shit. No, yeah. you were, I mean, no, we're not different in that sense. You did a lot of work in school, bro. I still didn't do shit. Like oh, I was getting, yeah. I was, I was failing my classes since the day I remember getting report cards. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know, yeah. I was doing I horrible I because I, I focus more on like talking to people. Of course. You know? And, um, and of course, like you said, like, bro, being in an immigrant family, especially Indian family, they don't understand. Yeah. 
why aren't you doing good in school? Like, of course. My, my teacher one time told my dad that I was a class clown. Like, I was fucking up other people's work. Yeah. Like, I was distracting other people in the class. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah, came yeah. home and he was like, he was like, why are they calling my son a clown? Like, what the yeah. fuck is a clown? Like, yeah, what yeah, you, yeah. what's a class clown? He didn't know. What he didn't know what that meant, yeah. But I'm over here, like, trying to, like, be, like, treat this shit like it's a comedy show. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to get people's attention. I'm trying to make yeah. people laugh, et cetera, et cetera. I'm naturally gifted with that. So, yeah. Like, so thank yeah, you. It's, it's, that. Yeah, dude, it's it's kind of like the fish analogy, right? Like, right. you weren't meant for that. Right. Like, Why are you trying to tell me to work? climb a tree? It's not who I am. Exactly. You know. So you were just uh, uh, created for something else. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And that's that's fucking you, bro. Like you you found the one thing that you are good at, and yeah. you stuck with that. I appreciate. And it. listen, you could have you could have picked up a nine to five. You could have yeah. done anything else, but you just knew deep down that aside from your childhood and how you were brought up but you just knew deep down you're like bro if i did that i'll hate my fucking life because at the end of the day man we only have one life yeah you know how are you spending it how are you living it's it the biggest thing bro and you know we could work nine to fives but yeah. i think at the end of the day i'm, I'm chasing after purpose and fulfillment exactly you know and yeah. I, I never i go by gut feeling like if i'm doing something yeah and i'm overthinking it or i'm doing it and it doesn't make me happy yeah. like when i talk about videos i jumped up exactly when you talk about investing you jump up we talk about podcasting, you jump up. Yeah. You know, it's like, if it's not making me do that, then fuck this shit. Exactly. Because I at least know for a fact that when I'm doing this one thing and I, I, I'm genuinely excited, yeah. that excitement will not die off. Perfect. And if it does, that's fine. I'll go to something else that also excites me. Exactly. But if I'm forcing something yeah. and, and I'm like dying inside, it's yeah. not worth it. Exactly. You know, you got, you had one fucking hell of a life, bro. Appreciate it, man. You really fucking did, dog. Appreciate it, bro. And, and that's, and, and I just knew. From, this is the beauty of it. I didn't even know who you were. Yeah. And I just fucking knew yeah. that bringing you on, you it's would have some sense. sort of crazy story. And this yeah. is, I feel like, only like a fraction of who you really are as a person. I appreciate it. Um, I want to thank you for coming in here on 100%. such a short notice. Mm -hmm. And I want to thank you for sharing your story because a lot of people are probably going through the same thing yeah. or they're too scared to go through the same thing. Yeah. You know? And you... I mean, you inspired me. I'll tell you fucking that. That's what matters at the end of the day. You know, I appreciate you, bro. For sure, bro. So uh, I want you to just let people know uh, where they could find you yeah, on the social sure. medias and the internets and all your beautiful companies that you got. For sure, man. That's great. Uh, you guys can find me at on Instagram at Chintal, C-H-I-N-T-A-L-C. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple fucking fake accounts out there, so just make Yo, sure you spell it right. Yo, you be going through that all the time, Dude, that bro. shit is fucking crazy, man. But they always yeah. have underscores. <laughs> yeah, it's always underscores, and they copy the whole thing. I mean, a that lot of people, so a lot of people crazy. deal with that, but they get the avatar. Instagram, perfect. Instagram got to fucking verify me, bro. That's the problem. You know? Max, they need to fucking verify you. That's yeah. twenty grand right now, bro. Yeah. So that, and then um, also on IG at Awesome Bros Podcast. Awesome Bros Podcast. Find me and my brother there, and um, yeah, man, that's pretty much it. I, I hope doing this podcast has uh has ignited you to want to go and start your own again. Yeah, 100%. Like, start up again. Yeah, You're awesome, bros. 100%. It's the same thing of people being like, oh, I want to do videos, I can't. It's like, why can't you? So when yeah, you yeah, stop yeah. the podcast, I'm like, start it up again. Do it, I'll yeah, be yeah, the yeah. fucking, I'll be the guest. 100%. You know? Yeah. Doug, thank you so much. All right, like, you know, you heard him. Chinto C on Instagram, Facebook, yeah. whatever, all that stuff. TikTok, Twitter, yeah. and, you know, if you just type in you're one of those I know if you, they just type that in on Google everything pops up awesome right. homes everything yeah. bro thank you so much appreciate you my and friend. I hope to have you again hustles always change yeah right yeah. You know, new mindset yeah. new hustle new company new whatever yeah so this is not the end of having you on here bro I know I'm gonna have you a fucking million just, times for just as long as this start, podcast bro. goes just on just to start man this is I'm just fucking, a start I'm fucking excited for it you know this what is what I mean? an amazing episode thank yeah. you bro I appreciate you appreciate it man alright check out for Chintel on Google just type in his name you'll find him yeah.